the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we're Spartan Mind Strength, right? Yes. And we're back. We are back. So we're going to be doing a our weekly uh, podcast. Yes. Because we're pretty much caught up on all the construction we've done. That's what Neptune tells us to believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about astrology today. Yes. V's astrology. And today especially is going to be on... The new moon. Yes, which is the perfect time to start the new podcast again. That's right. It does feel like a new podcast. But before we start the podcast, let's bring in our sponsor. Uh, it is... Armament, you say that word, I can't say Armament it. Armament Systems and Procedures. I always call them ASP. ASP. Uh, so it's going to be pepper spray instructor training brought to you by that organization and it's Blue Line. It is Blue Line Fitness and Tactical, the person who's actually doing it. Yes, and they're going to be doing it on Saturday, February 10th, 2024 in Cleveland, Georgia. And once you pass this, it's an eight-hour course, and when, it's an instructor course. Yes. Once you go through this course, you can then certify people in how to use pepper spray. Yes. So it's going to be a certification for instructors, not for people that just want to use pepper spray. Yes. Even though you can go through it, but it's designed for someone that wants to train people in how to use pepper spray properly. Exactly. So... If you have any questions, the number and all the information will be on the podcast. And if you're watching listening to this on YouTube, it will be in the comments. Yes. Wow. Did I do good? <laughs> yes. Excellent. So we'll be... Right back. And we're back to talk about astrology. Now, this is Ayurvedic astrology. Ayurvedic not astrology. Go around every normal astrology that's in a newspaper. This is the Shadizzle by V, right? <laughs> that's right. Okay. It's Ayurvedic astrology by Ayurveda V. Ayurveda <laughs> Now, tell me. Hey, oh, that's right. It rhymes. Yep. It's a new moon. It's a new moon. It's a brand new moon. It's the first new moon of 2024. What's that mean? Uh, that means that it's exciting. <laughs> you sound so, exciting. <laughs> yes, there is a, well, there is a lot of excitement uh, in general about the first new moon of a new year. Because, yeah, we have January 1st, everybody makes the New Year's revol resolutions. Revolutions, <laughs> so yeah. For some of them, revolutions, <laughs> that's right. But um, a, a new moon is, in and of itself, is a brand new beginning and so the first new moon of a new year has to have lots of momentum lots of energy okay what so momentum energy is that a good thing or is that a bad thing that that's, and is that the planets giving it to you or is that you giving it it's a well the people that actually believe in the influence of the planets will say that is a great question will say that it's the planets that 
are affecting the energy that you already have in you. They are actually taking you in specific directions. Now, the people that don't believe in the planets will say it's all you. Now, it doesn't really matter what actually what your opinions are. What's happening is that statistically, when you look at the data, mm-hmm. the planets are messing with us. Okay. And that's the data says it. That's why a lot of people actually use the planets to even uh, predict earthquakes and stuff. Because yep, the so, data will tell you statistics. Exactly. Exactly. So basically astrology is all math. Astrology is supposed to be all math. It's all data. And looking at patterns and figuring out rules. Okay, so tell me, what is the pattern of this new moon for this year? This new moon is um, is extremely interesting because it happens in Capricorn. What that means is that this, when you look at the zodiac, and we will have uh, the picture linked to this, the chart. When you look at the zodiac, you see that the sun and the moon are exactly at the same degree, and they are, because that's what the new moon is mm-hmm. in the zodiac, and they are both in Capricorn at uh, 20 degrees, 44 minutes, say, approximately. So that makes this new moon all Capricorn-like. Now, what is Capricorn, right? Capricorn is about long-term projects. Capricorn is about sustained energy. Capricorn is about structure. So now that we have the house finished-ish enough, the Capricorn will help us continue the podcast long-term structure. That's right, yes. We need all the Capricorn we can get for this one, right? (laughs) We haven't been too Capricornian enough, right? (laughs) So... So this new moon in being in Capricorn says not only is it a new beginning, it is also something that it can last uh, long term, whether good or bad. It's about everlasting. Okay. It doesn't say it's going to be good. It doesn't say it's going to be bad. It's just going to last. It's just going <laughs> to last, right? So... That's at first glance this new moon. But if you take this chart as a, if you look at it as a birth chart, uh-huh. because it's a new beginning, something is being created, right? At least for the next two weeks, because new moon lasts about two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And, and then it affects the full moon and all that. But say, let's think two weeks. If you look at it as a birth chart and you look at the planet that is the dominant, then it's a different scenario. So the dominant planet is actually a planet that has a lot of background influence. Okay. It's like the puppet master behind the puppets. Is that yeah, puppet make sense? Yeah, doing all the puppet Yeah, exactly. Things. 
So if you look at the planet that's the dominant, it is not, say, Saturn, because Saturn is in charge of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is actually Neptune. And Neptune is Poseidon. Neptune is Poseidon, uh-huh. yes. I, see, I, I know this stuff. And uh, <laughs> Neptune is, uh, in uh, astrologically, Neptune rules Pisces, and actually Neptune is in Pisces right now, which makes Neptune even more powerful in Pisces. I know you say Neptune is more about uh, clarity and also non-clarity. Exactly. Exactly. Muddy waters versus clear water. Perfect. That's that's a, a perfect way to describe Neptune. So Neptune can give you a lot of clarity in certain situations. Neptune also can make your mind extremely muddy and cloudy. Okay. Then the, with every planet, every planet, every sign, I'll keep sounding like a broken record. There is no good or bad. What is a record? I, I only know CDs. Or, <laughs> no, no, I don't even know those. What is it now? It's a, it's um, there is no good or bad. Okay. It's all depends, right? Just like Ayurveda says, everything is gray. Uh-huh. So, the fact that the Neptune in Pisces is the dominant planet of this chart says that there can be a lot of confusion. There can be a lot of mental manipulation. Pisces can be extremely manipulative. Pisces can also be ex- extremely comforting. Okay, so, so Pisces could be like a con artist, but it also could be like your best friend that you want to talk to. Exactly. And help. Exactly. So Neptune in Pisces, actually, when I see that, is just because of my personal experience, say, uh, reminds me of a Machiavellian, narcissistic, psychopath guru. So you're talking about yoga gurus. I'm talking about <laughs> yoga gurus. Yep. And... Uh, the season for that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's what Neptune in Pisces tells me. So there is a lot of um, a lot of danger of um, giving up pretty much your own free thinking, will. Your own free will. Exactly, exactly. Your own mind. So this is a good time for the bad guys to take over. Exactly. And then the long-lasting properties of Capricorn can be devastating for the victim, Mm -hmm. say, for the cult member, for lack of better term. I don't know. I'm old. I Uh I think cult member's still okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And uh, it can be great for the manipulator. But it could also be great for the non-manipulator, Exa- non-cult member. A non-cult member, say for the audacious person who wants to actually re-examine their own belief system and, uh, and do enough self-work to actually see some things clearly. And that doesn't have to do with just the society, things that are happening around us. It has to do with our own self, too. Because a lot of times we tell ourselves little stories that sound good in our mind. So we can be our own uh, screwy uh, guru. 
Exactly, yeah. Screwed up guru. <laughs> Screwed up guru. So Neptune is the dominant planet. So if we go and look at Neptune, what Neptune says during this new moon, Neptune is part of two square aspects, challenging aspects. Okay. They can say danger, danger. They can say, hey, opportunity, opportunity. Whatever they say has to do with work. A square needs work. So whatever in it is, order you to need be to work on it. an opportunity, okay. exactly. One of the aspects, one of the two ninety degree aspects, one of the two squares, has to do with Vesta. Okay. So Vesta and Neptune are forming a ninety degree aspect. Vesta, when you look at Ayurveda, Vesta has to do with a dynamic balance. Yeah. Our... Vesta is in charge of Libra, right? Exactly. Okay. Vesta is in charge of Libra. She's the home. She's the, home. She's, uh, the well-being. Okay. She's the mental, physical, emotional well-being. That balance, right? That's what Vesta is. And Vesta is in Gemini. Gemini is all about being open to other people's point of views. Having an open mind, pretty much. So Vesta community. will give you the balance of an open mind? Exactly. So Vesta in Gemini says, yeah, you can find your balance through an open mind. And if you have, you know, if you have an open mind, you can find your well-being. But also your well-being can be jeopardized by being too open-minded yeah. or, you know, letting others influence you too much. Yeah. So what you're basically saying is that this time of year right now is a great time for the bad guys to manipulate yes. a lot of people yeah. that don't know, but it's also a great time to listen and judge for yourself what is best exactly. for yourself. Exactly. And if you look at Gemini, you can think of it as the medium or the social media, okay. just an example of Gemini. It's good okay. or bad, depending on which... You know. Exactly, exactly. Watch what you consume pretty much, right? It's like mm -hmm. food. It's like it's... It's food for the brain. It's food for the brain, right? Watch what you consume. The other square that Neptune is part of is with Mercury. <laughs> Mercury in Capricorn. Mercury is our mind. Mercury is the way we communicate. Uh, what we think, what we think silently, what we think openly. That's what Mercury is. Uh, Mercury is in Capricorn right mm -hmm. now. So whatever direction our mind goes right now at this time of the new moon, say, and for the next two weeks, may be hard to break long term or may last long term. You know, if, it is, if it's healthy for us, it's awesome if it lasts long term. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, then... It's definitely not it, good to last long It's not good, term. yeah. Okay. Uh, so is there a way that we can look at stuff and figure out, is this good for me or is this not? Absolutely. And absolutely. Absolutely. And Did I have <laughs> that question already planned for you? And who do we have to thank? Well, 
we said that Neptune is in Pisces. Mm -hmm. There is another guy in Pisces right now, a very wise, good old friend of mine, and that's Saturn. We know I, you like Saturn. I love Saturn. I have a thing for Saturn. So Saturn is in Pisces. So now Saturn is not as say as influential in Pisces right now as Neptune is mm -hmm. because Pisces is Neptune's sign. However, Capricorn is Saturn's sign. Okay. Saturn is in charge of Capricorn where the new moon is happening right now. So what that means is that it's gonna take work. It may take a little bit of time. It may take a little bit of work. But Saturn to make, likes work. But Saturn likes work. So that's the thing. So pretty much there are no excuses. Okay. Just follow Saturn. And Saturn says, Saturn is forming two 60 degree aspects, two sextile aspects. They are, they are uh, uh, nice aspects. They have... They require work, mm -hmm. but they say there is a lot, a lot of greatness here. Go with it. It's going to take you somewhere. Those aspects, those 60-degree aspects are with Mars and with Jupiter. Mars is in Capricorn. We just talked about it. Mars is action. Now, Mars with Saturn is disciplined action. If you actually sit your butt down and make time to record the podcast. Uh-huh. Do your uh, paperwork. Exactly. Follow through on your business plan. Exactly. Follow through with your fitness aspect, whatever. Whatever that is, if you... Make time, because Saturn is all about time. So this says allocate time, create a routine that you are not allowed to break, at least for a little while, and great things will happen. And for everybody, it's going to be different. These are the general planetary guidelines. They are Everyone's circumstances are very a little different. different. But Mars and Saturn say this is a great time to discipline yourself. It's disciplined action. And then Jupiter and Saturn, because you have the 60 degrees there, says that you may want to look at simplifying your life, simplifying your routine through nature, through going back to the basics, because Taurus, Jupiter is in Taurus, mm -hmm. and Taurus is all about nature, all about simplicity, being closer to our roots, say. Okay, and roots are in nature. Roots are in <laughs> nature, right? So whatever grounds you, look back you can't move forward unless you look back, right? That's what wow. PBD says. Look back and see what you used to ground you or what grounds you right now and do more of it. But it has to be nature-related. Does ice bath 
consist of natural light? <laughs> yeah, that does. <laughs> yep, that does. So, especially the, 39 degrees. Uh -huh. I know a lot of people are doing colder. I know. I'm hey, I am extremely proud. Uh, what is 38 the coldest we've no, done? No, we've done 33. It's been the coldest the water was. Okay. So, okay. It, it, yeah. But you just lied to minute. me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was one minute. So, so but uh, getting out and doing like uh, your workouts outside even though it's cold that would be a good this is a exactly. good time to exactly walk hike even barefoot walk uh, earthing any of that type of yep. stuff to bring you back F find the sun somewhere mm -hmm. and you know sit out there when you know breath work breath work absolutely absolutely breath work meditation whether structured or non-structured mm -hmm. All of that. Church. Church. Back to the basics. Mm -hmm. Especially because Jupiter, thank you for bringing that up, the church. Uh, Jupiter is about what helps us feel connected to others. Na nature mm -hmm. helps us feel connected to our Mother Earth, right? Mm -hmm. And then to ourselves. But church helps us be connected to others and right? soul and our soul and god the important part the important <laughs> part so that's what jupiter in taurus along with saturn say the other thing is that since we are in taurus right uh jupiter is in taurus but uranus is also in taurus Uranus, come on, say it. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> Uranus is forming a trine during this new moon with the moon and the sun. A trine is the most auspicious aspect. It's even better than sextile, 120 degree angle. So that says that there is a great opportunity there. So trine is better than sex. Sextile, sextile yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a great wine, the uh, Menage a Trois, right? Mm -hmm. And also, that's an awesome song, is it Pitbulls? Yes. Yep. With John Travolta? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's awesome. So, excluding that tangent, uh, the moon and the sun are forming a trine with Uranus while Uranus is in Taurus. Uranus is about the individuality and about drastic change. So Uranus says, what do I do that makes me an individual as part of a community, a legit individual? Like, I how do I contribute to the community? What differentiates me, say, from the masses? Mm -hmm. That's what Uranus is. That's why also Uranus brings drastic change, because a lot of what has made people really distinguish themselves in the world has been through some drastic change. Mm -hmm. like, That's about the only way to... Exactly, right? The earth is not flat, right? Mm -hmm. The earth is round. That was a very drastic change. So, for most people. For the most people. <laughs> electricity, 
was a very drastic change, mm -hmm. right? So that's Uranus in Taurus. So that says that in order to have long-lasting success or prosperity, where Capricorn comes in, you may want to look at you as an individual and see what makes you different than others and how can you contribute to the community constructively by going back to the basics. That's where Taurus is because Uranus is in Taurus. So going back to the basics is going to help you discover a lot more about yourself. So Taurus is grounding its earth, right? It's earth. Earth element. Uh, the, uh, yeah, Taurus is earth fixed. Okay. So that's where the stubbornness, say, can come in too. That would through be earth, earth fixed. No. That would be our dog. <laughs> that would be Freya, right? It wouldn't be me either. No, no, no. She's no. not at all like no, no, no. I am. So that's uh, where Uranus in Taurus is taking you. The, the interesting part is that um, the sun and the moon during the new moon form two squares, 90 degree angles, mm -hmm. with the north node and the south node. The north node and the south node are not planets. They, they are not physical bodies. Mm -hmm. They are positions that are extremely important. The north node has to do with where we are supposed to head uh, as a community, mm -hmm. say, as the world, or individually. All the above. All of, yeah, either way. Individually, family, where we friends, go. Exactly, where we are supposed to yeah. go. And the south node has to do with where we are coming from. That could be a wonderful place but we may not want to just get stuck there mm -hmm. right now. Because you don't change. Exactly. Don't there is no progress, right? Mm -hmm. What that says is that this new moon gives you the opportunity to actually head towards where you're supposed to go. And Uranus, when you look at him... He, he's forming an inconjunct, 150-degree angle, which is a very, very tricky uh, place to be. Uh -huh. Uranus is forming an inconjunct with a south node. That says, if you hesitate, because that's what the 150-degree angle can uh, symbolize, hesitation. If you hesitate to leave that place, the south node, you're going to be stuck there. Ooh. And that's not a good place so to if be. So people are listening to this, uh, they need to start moving forward quickly. Quick, exactly. And that's the uh, that's what Uranus says. The drastic part is you got to do something. So it would be a good day to do the podcast. It would be a good day to do the podcast, <laughs> right? And if you think about it, what do you say in business? You say act. Act quickly and fail fast. Fail fast, yeah. So you can move forward, yep. right? Being stuck is worse than 
falling, moving forward. Making a shitty decision is better than making no decision. Exactly, exactly. And that's... I've been there many times. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what Mars says. Mars says, hey, I'm with you. Take me there. Because also Mars is forming a trine with Jupiter. Mm. That I almost forgot that part. Mars is forming a (laughs) trine with Jupiter, not just the sextile with Saturn. It's a trine with Jupiter, which says, get out there and do it. Go go big, Mm -hmm. right? Go big or go home. Exactly. That's what the sextile between Mars and Saturn and the trine between Mars and Jupiter say. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's... Of course it is. That's that's, why I'm here in the podcast. That's right. That's right. You are putting it in English for me. Now, the other thing that I didn't mention is that we talked about Mercury and the mind, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, Mercury having the square with Neptune. Also, Mercury is forming an opposition with Vesta, which Mm -hmm. would make sense since Neptune has two squares with Mercury and Vesta, mathematically, in geometry. You would have an opposition between Mercury and Vesta. And that says that this is actually a good time to not try and change the way you think completely. You don't want to do that. But you want to look at the way you think from the exactly opposite angle. Like when we say put yourself in someone else's shoes, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what this uh, Mercury and Vesta 180 degree angle says, this aspect. Okay. It says, let's, let's have a conversation pretty much. Conversation with ourselves and then with others. But first, we have to have the conversation with ourselves. There are two more things. I, can I talk about them? Go ahead, go okay. Ahead. We have, while all of this is happening, we have Chiron, mm. the, the center, right, yep. from the antiquity, the yep. wise one, the observer. And Chiron says, yes, Mercury and Vesta are telling you to do this, and I conquer because I co- concur. I concur. I yeah. concur. I, I agree. <laughs> I conquer means you take over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I concur means I concur. you agree. Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't know what it would be in Greek. <laughs> I can tell you how they are spelled. Okay. So, so I concur that you should go ahead and do that because I'm really close with the North Node where you are supposed to be heading towards. So if you actually take the time and examine your thought process, then I can, I can help you observe even deeper because that's what uh, Chiron represents. Mm-hmm. Chiron repre- represents the observer. He's actually considered our inner doctor. Yes. And, and he trained uh, Achilles. Achilles, yes. That's right. But go ahead. I can help you. I can help you get there because I am really close. Chiron is forming a conjunction with the North Node. Hmm. 
So this is the way to become your own observer right now. Talk about the perfect opportunity for long-lasting effects. Mm -hmm. And the last thing for today is while all of this is happening, we have a little forgotten Pluto. Who can forget Pluto? The god of the underworld, mm -hmm. right? Hades. Pluto, who's in Capricorn and is about to head into Aquarius in a few months for good. Okay. So Pluto is actually our opportunity to revamp ourselves, to regenerate, to fall down and get back up. That's who Pluto is. Okay. Pluto is like the fail hard, fail fast. Fail fast. So Pluto is the one that will help us get, if we bruise our knees, we got to get back up. Exactly. And we'd rather do all of that right now while Pluto is in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't do it now, and we wait until Pluto goes into Aquarius in a few months, okay. we are screwed. Because once Pluto goes into Aquarius, the collective influence kicks in. And if we haven't actually become our own self-sustained individual thinking mind, then we are going to just fall victims of whatever is to come. So if, since he helps us get back up, mm -hmm. uh, so if we fall now, it'll be a lot easier to get back up. Exactly. If we There's wait a plenty of months, time right now. But we can still get back we, up. We can but still it's, get it's back up. It's going to be up. a lot harder. Yes, exactly. Okay. Once, once 2025 is here, Pluto says... Um, I'm going to be an ass. It's set in stone. Okay. That's so it's going to be a lot harder to do it. Exactly. Even stone can be broke. Yes. But it takes a lot to do it. Exactly. Exactly. So Pluto says you have a lot of time and opportunity right now. Think for yourselves. That's what all the planets say. All the planets say it's, it's an amazing time in the human history take advantage of it. And there is so much greatness. There is such great change coming, but you have to be thinking for yourselves. And even praying, right? Yes. Yeah. Pra prayer, any form of prayer actually helps you sit there by yourself and It can be a think. form of meditation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Prayer is an extremely powerful form of meditation. That's one of the things that I know I've always tried to explain to aspiring yogis. Mm -hmm. That, you know, don't obsess about meditation. Just be there. Be there. Be present. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, then you get to do what the world gives you. Yes. Uh, compared to wanting to, what yogis want to do is basically die. Exactly. Well, you know what the difference is between prayer and all the yogic meditations? What? Prayer actually assumes that you believe in something bigger than yourself that doesn't have a human form, right? You believe in God. 
that prayer assumes that. Whereas meditation, yogic meditation, yogic meditation takes your focus to whoever little narcissistic Machiavellian psychopath is out there. Okay, before we get on that <laughs> one, say night-night. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.